Huberdeau left the bench for a little bit in the first period. Are you able to say what it was? I think you'd go take a shit. You can't do shit with your balls! Pam! Welcome, everybody, to Big Bill's Flamecast for November the 1st, 2022. Broadcasting from Calgary, Alberta. As always, Flames versus the Kraken tonight. Flames remain at home in their most epically long homestand. Lose a heartbreaker last game versus the Oilers. But tonight, they look to rebound and kick the Kraken's ass. Ladar's going in net. And hopefully, Hubi won't have to go and take a big shit during one of the periods. That was actually extremely hilarious when um, I heard Daryl say that in the press conference never ever have i heard such a uh, such a blunt response to something and i think he was <laughs> he was trying to say like quit being so nitpicky about every little thing and you know he's such an old curmudgeon guy and he's hilarious and it's either he was calling out huberto for having a shit in the middle of the period and kind of getting on him, which I don't really think that was it. I think it was such a, you know, a thing for about the press, like quit watching every single move we make. But, uh, yeah, very funny. Very, very funny when I uh, heard that. So, yes, we must talk about, we must talk about the unfortunate game. And Markstrom, he made a mistake. He's trying to play the puck. He didn't look up. And he passed that shit right to the worst possible person you could pass that puck to. And bam, it was in the back of the net. It just goes to show you can play almost an absolutely perfect game against this McDavid kid. You can hold him to such little offense and chances and one tiny little mistake and it's over, you know? And I don't believe the Flames shit the bed in that game. I believe they played as hard as they could. They stuck to the system and did as much as they possibly could. Obviously, it wasn't enough to get the win, but right down to saving that empty netter, you know, like these guys don't have any quit in their vocabulary. They have heart. They're out there to win and they know how it's imp- how important it is to beat the Oilers. And I, even though it was a heartbreaking loss, it, uh, it was a great game to watch it felt like a playoff game. I really hate that they are allow Oilers fans into the building because I don't like that dueling chant yet, whatever. 
it is what it is. I guess it's a free country and you're allowed to cheer for whatever team you want. But we just need more representation over there when we're in Edmonton. But obviously we're not going to get that chance because there's only three games and one of them was in Edmonton. And how harsh is it for the, for the you know, I feel bad for the Edmontonians because they don't they only get one Battle of Alberta, but I bet you next season they'll they'll get the the two games. So anyways, that's enough about the last game. We're going to get that image out of our heads. We're going to erase that. We're going to do the men in black flashy thing and erase it. Because tonight we have a division rival the Kraken coming to the Dome, team that we uh, were undefeated against last season. And so this is a great opportunity for the Flames to get that win, to get a bounce-back win, to uh, to feel the groove again, and uh, just keep on going. So we have to be careful in this situation, not to have a Buffalo Sabres type game. Because, like I said, we have beaten this team every single time last season, and they're obviously pretty pissed about it. And they have a good defense, so we're going to have to work very hard. Daryl Sutter mentions this in the press briefing. Um, And so, yeah, we have to really... Work hard against this team, not be cocky, and um, really grind it out. And if we have a lot of goals, you know, don't take the foot off the gas and stuff like that. But we don't count our chickens before they're hatched here. So tonight, Vladar's in net. And I don't think this is a punishment um, because Markstrom made one little mistake I don't think that would get him pulled. I think this is totally Sutter keeping to his promise of a game a week. And this is the day. This is the day that uh, Vladar gets in. And it's a good opponent for him to to go up against. And, um, you know, the Flames need to... Um, and they're very confident with him in net. You know, but they definitely need to get... Going early, these guys don't need to be told that because they're always they always start on time. Very hardworking team, and uh, very exciting to watch this early in the season. And um, it's it's very exciting for the future of this team because we have eight more years of this epicness to look forward to. But that's enough from me. We're gonna go now and hear from Daryl Sutter. And uh, he talks a lot about um, Seattle, their defense, and also Michael Backlund. uh, Praising Michael Backlund for his hard work and everything he's doing. He says he's the best center uh, that we have. And that's a bold statement because of Kadri just dominating. That just goes to show Daryl Sutter doesn't judge on goals alone. He judges on all of uh, the work that you do. And all of the the little things and just being consistent and all-around player, that's what he judges on. So let's hear right now from the man, the myth, the legend, Daryl Sutter. 
You know, obviously they're plugging in top-end draft picks. I think their defense is a real solid group. I don't think that's growth. I think that's the same team in terms of their defense. They have really good structure. Uh, I think analytics will show you if you dig in, you'll see that uh, they don't give up much in terms of chances or shots against. So you got to work for your goals or work for your opportunities. Daryl, I know you were asked yesterday about Lindholm. He's been pretty critical of his own play so far this season. When you know a guy is is being hard on himself like that, how do you kind of work with him to get through that part of it? Well, Lindy's, Lindy's game is about detail. So, you know, it goes without saying, I said it yesterday, he's a very good two-way player. You know, as good as there is at that position. So he's got to stick to those details. Right? He's got to be strong on pucks. He's got to demand the puck. He's got to transport the puck. And then he's got to be good at the little things, the face-offs, the puck battles, the shooting percentages, things like that. And that's what he takes pride in. Did you see one of his stronger maybe performances of the season against Edmonton? Yeah, I think, you know what, he, there's no bad ones for Lindy. You know what, Lindy plays a real solid game. Right, so uh, you know he wants to produce more. Right, that's what he wants. So, and he'll do that. That's just that's going to come for him. That's not a that's going to have to do a try or consistent or effort or anything like that. That's just just him getting hot. You know, really, quite honest, our three centermen are pretty solid players. You know, Michael Michael's been arguably our best, but. Uh, Naz and Lindy, you know, those are pretty solid guys that you can trust in a lot of situations. Does having three centers like that just enable you to maybe put different wingers with them easier than? No, it makes those wingers have to play better. It hasn't been a strong suit for us, for any of our wingers yet. Let's just circle back on, on Michael quick. What's, what's made him a guy that's really popped for you so far? I think you just had a better start to the season. I think he had a really good playoffs for the team last year. He was one of the one of the players that, in the, even in the Edmonton series, was a really good player for us. And I think he came into this season uh, feeling that. And I think that he's he's taken a more stronger approach in the leadership part of it. You know, he's been an assistant captain, but I think he's demonstrated more with his on ice uh, performance. And and you know, he's really well trained, which he's always been. But he has been known as a guy who gets out of the gate. So this year he's, he's got out strong and it's helped us. And from your wingers, where are you hoping that they improve on tonight? They can all be better competitors. You know, I said, I've said a lot, we don't, we don't have 40 goal scorers on the wings. So you're going to have to really dig in to score your goals. And, you know, probably other than Probably other than Tyler, it's a, you know sort of that one only needs that one. I think our wingers are going to have to really uh, manifest their opportunities and work for them. I think that goes right back to what I said at the start of the year. Our our 29 and younger age group are going to have to take steps, and every one of them fall into that, don't they? Welcome back, everybody. The Bills Flame Cast, Daryl Sutter telling us how it is really um, 
fortifying my belief in Backland and the bright future I believe he has here with Calgary. I think he is definitely worthy of the captaincy. But it's really it's really going to be interesting to see how that plays out because of the the huge awesome personality in Kadri and the unique situation that I believe the Flames will want to capitalize on, but I don't believe that would necessarily be the reason to make someone a captain. And the thing I'm talking about is Kadri is, um, I don't think he's the first Muslim player to play, but I, I heard somewhere that he was the first Muslim player to win the Stanley Cup or bring it to a mosque or something like that. But anyways, the point I'm making is that the Flames organization is very um, proud to have multicultural captains, obviously Jerome McGinley, uh, just having that, that feather in our cap is uh, something that I think the Flames can't resist in doing. That being said, I don't believe that titles or or those kind of things should be given to people because of stuff like that. I believe that that should be a byproduct of just being the captain. Like, it just so happens to be that you're from Muslim descent or you're a Swedish descent or native descent, you know, that should be secondary to your skills and the qualifications of being a captain. That being said, I think he has the cal- the qualifications to be the captain and um, he can handle the pressure and, and everything like that. Um, but I think Backlund, being a veteran, being chosen by Daryl Sutter when he was the GM and um, yeah, I just think there's so much history there, so much um, hard work and, and so, you know, he's proven himself and I think that, you know, he has been groomed by Daryl Sutter to be the next captain. He just hasn't said that to him uh, or maybe he has. I mean, who knows, right? But that's just my thoughts on it. Either way, the Flames would be very lucky to have either one of those guys or even a Huberdo because we can't forget about Hubie. I mean, he's a massive part of this team now. And I think because of the awkward start and things haven't really worked out totally the way that he might have envisioned, I still believe that he is every bit of the epic player that you know, he's built to be, and it's only a matter of time before that dude gets on a crazy hot streak and everybody will be calling for him to be the captain. So it's a good thing that Daryl Sutter knows what he's doing and doesn't get emotionally excited like we do when, you know, someone just takes over. It's like, no, Backlund's the guy. He's the one that's the best in, in, in my eyes. That's, you know... That's Daryl Sutter's point of view. And, uh, you know, I think he absolutely deserves it as well. You guys 
know my feelings on that. So we have um, a little more audio. Uh, want to share two back to back. It's um, going to be Toffoli and then Lucic. I guess Lucic is um, possibly going on the top line. He's going to be moved around because of his awesome play. Daryl is extremely happy with that, and he is being rewarded, I think, tonight with being on the top line or getting more minutes, and others are being uh, sat down. Who that is, that's going to be very interesting to see who gets sat down. Um, You know, it could very well be Huberdo in on a lower line getting less minutes but I doubt it um we will see Lindholm is uh also one of those centers that are are great but not so great during this particular opening stretch so and, and you know you heard from Sutter there he's a guy that's hard on himself he's a great guy he's just gonna get on a streak he's gonna get hot and you know, nobody's going to be talking about it uh, that much. So let's get into that. We're going to get to Toffoli first, and then we're going to get uh, Lucic. So let's get the fuck to it. Yeah, it's definitely uh, uh, exciting for us. I think uh, the way the, the games have been going for us, you know, playing every three nights or, you know, days off and, and everything in between, it's it's tough. So uh, being able to get in the rhythm, like you said, and just play more hockey and, um, you know, just have fun. That said, where, where do you guys feel like the game's at right now as you kind of look at, at what you've established and maybe three games left here on this homestand to kind of make that impact? Yeah, I think we definitely have things that we know that we need to be better at and, and um, I guess be more committed to uh, certain aspects of the game. And um, at the same time, we have to be happy with, with winning games and, and finding ways to win. So um, a little bit of both and just got to continue on here and, and finish off this homestand on a, on a high note. Maybe one of those things that Daryl was just talking about the wingers. He did credit you and your ability to obviously score goals and kind of keep things going as a veteran who's been in this league a while. But the younger guys, he was saying, younger wingers need to bring more. What can you kind of, I don't know, either say or you know, impress upon them to get where they want to be? I think it's just um, for myself especially. I've had numerous opportunities to score early. I mean, you look at last game, I think I had three, four chances in the first period alone. Um, just being able to capitalize on your opportunities, it's, it's not easy to score in this league, but at the same time, um, it's, you know, that's my job and, and that's something that I, I really take pride in. So for me, I need to uh, definitely you know, capitalize more. And I think for you know, the other guys, it's just a matter of committing to uh, all three zones and the, the better you are in your D zone, it uh, definitely translates. Uh, to offensive chances. Do you remember when you were back, maybe at some of their ages uh, in your career, when you were their age, and just kind of those moments where you knew you had it, but it wasn't coming the way you wanted, and maybe some of those adjustments that you maybe just talked about had to be adjusted? Yeah, I think uh, I, I was definitely fortunate um, when I was younger in my career to have certain guys. Obviously, I had Daryl, um, you know, help me out and, and critiquing my game. And um, I also had guys like Luke Robitaille and stuff like that, uh, making sure. Uh, stay positive, and the more you shoot, eventually they're going to go in. And uh, I think that's kind of stuck with me in my whole career, and that's where I'm at right now as well. What's it mean to hear that from a guy like Robitaille? He knows a thing or two about scoring. Yeah, like I said, I was very fortunate, and um, just you know, uh, with the way things were in LA when I first got there, there's a, a lot of support, and um, it definitely helped me out. 
can playing with Lucic open up ISCs to physical players and do the toughness that would be helpful? Yeah, I love playing with Luch. I think, uh, well, I, mean, I know I had my best career um, playing with him as, as my left winger and um, hoping, ho hoping we can just build off, off that and uh, I think we had a couple shifts last game, had some good opportunities as well. So he's playing great uh, and I'm excited. Obviously, when, when you have uh, long breaks between games, uh, like you talked about, uh, sometimes it's, it's difficult to get into a rhythm. But, um, uh, you know, like you said, eight games in the next two weeks, we're uh, with travel, it's going to, you know, the schedule is going to start to ramp up. So, uh, makes it a big one here tonight. Divisional game, first one of the eight, so, and first one of the week. So, uh, coming off a loss, so it's, it makes it a big one. Playing with Toff again, this is like uh, nostalgia time. Just turning back the clock a little. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we we practiced together yesterday, and uh, so we'll we'll see what we'll see what the lines are tonight. Uh, but for myself, I you know I feel like I've been playing well, so I just gotta you know keep building my game and and, and keep giving uh, quality minutes, and you know that's. So that's what I'm looking forward to more than anything. He was reminiscing about when he played with you back in the day, how he had one of his best years of his career. I would imagine no pressure, but you have to kind of get him going again that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, all of us, I think, are, are trying to get ourselves going in the right direction. And, you know, having uh, previous chemistry with him, uh, you know, is, is gives us a little bit of confidence if, if we do play together. So, uh, like you said, it was one of his best years. and. You know, also one of my best years as well. Uh, uh, playing on a, playing a lot with him that year, and uh, hopefully we can uh, find that chemistry right off the get go. Where does that come from? Is it just knowing each other, communication, or just a feel for that type of player? Or where is it? Yeah, just communication, uh, chemistry, predictability. Uh, you know, getting open for each other and and playing that type of game, and and uh, you know, that, that, that's what creates uh, you know good line mates and. And like I said, we got to do what we what we do best, and 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 find each other when 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 we're open for each other. Daryl's kind of hoping for a little bit more from some of the younger wingers. Um, I wonder if there's advice you give, or is it just kind of encourage them, or or what is it to get kind of more out of them? Just you know, just just playing with energy. Uh, uh, you know, go out there playing with fun and and confidence and and all that type of stuff. I think the main thing is is sometimes you know your mindset has to be less is more you know when you're when you're thinking oh i gotta do this i gotta do that i gotta do that sometimes you can psych yourself out and and overthink things and so when you simplify your game and like i said just just go out there and and have fun and play with energy that's when uh you know you're bringing that youthfulness to to, uh, to the game knowing that you're, you might play a few more minutes tonight than you had in previous games does that affect you on the ice maybe in terms of conserving energy or anything like that or no, not really. I mean, uh, one of the things you know we talked about previous is is we've uh, we've had you know uh, days between games and and I feel like uh, this year uh, we've had harder practices than we have the year past. So and I think that's designed that way so that if guys are put in, put in different positions, you know, uh, they are in shape and and able to uh, play more minutes and just as hard if they're called upon. So. Like I said, for myself, it's just um, taking everything a shift at a time. And, uh, you know, I've never been a guy that's gone out there and, and conserved energy. So I, 
definitely won't be doing that if, if, uh, if I do get to play more. All right, folks. That's going to do it for this most epic episode. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed it so much, in fact, that you will be willing to share, like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. My RSS feed is the only place that you can really subscribe for now. But I'd really appreciate it if you guys did that. But that's enough of that shit. I hope you guys have a great night. I love your faces, and until next time, I'll catch you all on the flip side. Beep, 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 beep.